This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center. Family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Gimme the Hogs Chuck! Welcome into a Wednesday edition of the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Glad you are here. It's a busy week. We got a lot going on. Basketball team won on Monday night. We got the football transfer portal. Lots to keep up with as we move through this week. And obviously, we're going to be watching all of it just like you are uh, between now and, uh, well, whenever it's all done, which is going to be a while. As always, we're presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. If you're a seller or a buyer, you really need to log on to WeikertGriffin.com. You owe it to yourself to do that, whether you're a seller or a buyer. And we're also brought to you by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Lots of games to pay attention to this week. And if you like to make a little wager, no place better than the Bet Saracen app. We're going to talk basketball today. Razorbacks knocked off Troy on Monday night. It's kind of touch and go there for a little bit. Kind of sloppy, if you want to get right down to it. It points in the ballgame, at least in the first half. Too many turnovers. I think both coaches would probably tell you too many turnovers. Again, primarily in the first half. But the Razorbacks closed the game on a 19-3 run over the final six and a half minutes of the game. They made their last seven shots. And moreover, Troy missed seven of their last eight shots. And they turned it over four times in the last six and a half minutes of the ball game. And that that basically was, was the game right there. It was close. Both teams, in spite of themselves at times, put themselves in a position to win. And then the better team, over the final six or seven minutes, took control and won the game. And um, Arkansas clearly was the better team. Ricky Council was the best player on the floor. 27 points for the Razorbacks. Anthony Black had 14 and 8. Makai Mitchell had 14 and 9. Um, Nick Smith Jr. played some, played a little bit in the first half, six minutes. I thought we might see him some in the second, but 
you know, they were still trying to win the game in the second half. It really wasn't until the latter stages of the game that Arkansas pulled away. So I don't know that that was necessarily the time to, you know, get some guy his minutes. Um, they, they, they got him his minutes, maybe not quite as many as they'd initially planned, but, you know, enough to get him out there, get a feel, get winded. And uh, then in the second half, when you're trying to win the ball game, I mean, you had to play with the guys who'd been out there. And I just thought Arkansas got a lot of great performances on uh, Monday night. I'm glad they're going to have four days between their next game. Um, you know, they always say that you got to watch that first game back from the Hawaii trip. And of the teams that were over there in Hawaii, all of them, Arkansas was the only one that played on Monday night. The others are playing this week, but they were the only one Arkansas was that played on Monday night. And I kind of thought it showed, you know, in the first half. I'm not saying they didn't have their legs. I just thought maybe, you know, not having played a game since the preceding Wednesday. Um, you know, when you add it all up, it was about a 10,000-mile trip. So it been a while since they'd been at home. But they did what they had to do down the stretch, and they won the game, and now they're set to play San Jose State on Saturday. You know, I mentioned this at the start of the podcast, and I want to go here again. Whether you're a buyer or a seller, you really need to think about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And I say that because I've partnered with them as both a buyer and a seller. And it's a different game, depending upon which side of the fence you're on. But they understand both sides, because these are professional realtors. You need someone who's trained better than anybody else. Somebody that understands the art of negotiation. Somebody that understands the everyday nuances of the housing market. And most importantly, someone that gets you from contract to close. Because in a real estate transaction, it's that close that matters most. And I think your experience with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, will be exactly like mine. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They've got another one in Springdale. They're in Bentonville. There's a Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company office in Fort Smith, and they've recently opened one in Branson, Missouri, too. And you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. I uh, kind of like the hogs there, Chuck. Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. We don't need any luck. Just give me the hogs, Chuck. It's a big deal for us today to have the shoot on. Pat Bradley, Razorback great, SEC basketball analyst. Part of the call Monday night when the Razorbacks knocked off Troy. Pat, Razorback fans still love you after all these years, and I'm sure glad you're joining us today. Well, you're very kind, and it just goes to show you uh, the great uh, heart that the people of Arkansas have when you say they still love me. I mean, come on. They must really be loving people. Um uh, half my family doesn't even love me. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy out there these days on the streets. Hey, you brought us a lot of happy moments and uh, a lot of moments <laughs> that will live forever. What would you think Monday night when you watched the Razorbacks play Troy? Well, you, you knew Troy 
doing a lot of research on Troy, they have the combination to upset teams. They defend, they get steals, so they're going to turn you over, they rebound well, and they make threes. That is a combination to upset a lot of power six teams, a lot of uh, a major teams. So, And then with the travel, you expected maybe the Hogs to come on a little bit slow, kind of getting, you know, they may have been on Maui time. So what I love, though, is throughout the course of that game, in every game, Coach Musselman is able to gather information. Like, it's beautiful to watch. I wish I said this in the broadcast last night. I actually talked to Coach Arginal about it at shoot-around. Because you can watch Coach Muss and, and his staff throughout the game. They're gathering information. And they know the stretch run of each game. They're going to use all that information they have to figure out the matchup they want and the matchup, plural, offense and defense, that they want to ride with to win this game at the end. And whether it's who needs the ball at what position, on where, where part of the floor, what defender we need to attack, on the defensive end, how do we set things up. So it's just it's amazing to watch like how a lot of their games are close, pretty close in the first half. You know that. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, but I've gotten to the point where I'm fine with it because I know eventually they'll uh, figure it out. Coach Musk did it again last night. I mean, it was a tight game at halftime. End up winning by 13. And it was figuring out, okay, Ricky Council, which I guess is not difficult. Ricky Council, let's put him at the top against that zone. He's able to get a shot off against that smaller guard, put him in some ball screens. Um, so I, I, I thought that was fun to watch. Uh, it, it's also great to see the Mitchell twins really use their girth. I mean, that's going to come in handy in the SEC. Brutal. Big, strong. I mean, it, they call it the year of the big man. When you got Oscar Shibwe, Cast, uh, Colin Castleton, um, you know, a bunch of other big guys in the SEC that you're going to be um, fighting against. So you need those big, strong guys. Um, so it, I, I think it was it was a great win against a really, really tough Troy team. It looked like they saw more zone in this game than they've seen in any of the others. And, and you said something a minute ago about putting Council on the top against that zone. Maybe Smith some as we go forward. But I thought last night they attacked that zone pretty well for a team that really has not been together all that long. And I figure they're probably going to see more than their share of that going along. I just don't know how many teams are going to be able to stop them off the dribble. Right. And that's exactly right. It, you want to slow their explosiveness down, and you know, put getting in that zone is one way to do it. Um, you don't want them to get in transition; it's so quick. And I think that's another thing we saw from last night's game is because they're so fast up the floor on a turnover, a missed shot, box shot, you name it, that they can get up and they can score quick. And when you have the combination of speed up the floor, a uh, a five-point deficit could turn into a 10-point lead in a matter of two minutes, or a tie game could get you a 10-point lead. So that's what a lot of teams, first and foremost, keep them out of transition. And the zone is not 
is going to be one-way teams try to do that. And and you saw, I, I, I agree with you, that they knew where to go in the zone to beat that zone. They knew. Like Nick, you know, the first time he came in, got to the free throw line, turned around, just missed a shot. Um, you guys just missed a shot. I, I did see a few lazy passes, um, in, which you cannot do against any team, even the zone, but especially against you got to know your personnel like a Troy team. They live, live off of those lazy cross-court passes. Uh, so those types of things they'll clean up. But I agree. I think they under, they knew what to do against the zone. Sometimes it's just, um, you know, ball just doesn't go in. They got some shots, just couldn't make them. I know players appreciate players, and I wonder what you think about Anthony Black's total game. He is even better, if it's possible, for somebody to be better than you think. <laughs> it's Anthony Black. So I, I was talking about this earlier today. Like, physically, you can see, right? Six seven. he's got strong legs, he's got really good bounce. You can see those things. Observing him and getting a chance to talk with him a little bit, I see in him what I see in other great point guards, and that is interest in other people. And I'll give you an example. All the great point guards I've been around, where it's the guy, my guy, Kareem Reed, Corey Beck, guys like that, they know everything about everybody. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like You know those players that know everybody's business, and they know – the opposing team's business, like they know what high school he went to, you know, what uh, his family's like. All they know everything. And Anthony was like, he he's got that. He's tough. Doesn't back down from anybody. He's not scared to take the last second shot to take an important shot. He's not afraid to attack. If he turns it over, he's not afraid. So I think those attributes are crucial for a leader. And he's got it. And, and that's, you can see the physical stuff, right? I mean, he's an elite passer, six foot seven, can see over any defender who wants to guard him. Um, obviously, his, his ball handling is there. But I, I look at what separates guys, and it's their attitude. Like, you know, they, they play with an edge. Anthony Black plays with an edge. And as a young player still in his career, basketball life uh, is very rare. And, and you add in the physical attributes that we talked about, and, and the kid is uh, – I'll put it this way. I haven't seen a better point guard in the country. I've seen guys have great games. The kid from Creighton had, as a point guard had a great game against us, but I take Anthony Black um, because he can defend his offense. I mean, he could shoot it. He facilitates, but his mentality is what separates him. I want to ask you about Jordan Walsh, too. I think sometimes when you hear McDonald's All-American, you think of a guy that's going to come in and give you 20 and 10. He's not a big scorer, but you look at the plus-minus numbers at the end of every game. It's like it was plus 13 Monday night. It's plus 17 a different time. and It just seems like, especially on the defensive end, he does a lot of things that – you know, until you look at the plus-minus, you may not see in the box score. Right. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, at, in Maui, that dude blew my mind. His on-ball defense was incredible. And for a player, 
understand how his length and athleticism can be so devastating to an offensive player he's guarding. That's next level. A lot of guys don't realize how to use everything the good Lord gave them. Sometimes they never figure it out. This kid understands. And, 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 you know, with him in the offensive end, the reason why I love Jordan Walsh is this. Again, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, uh, his length, his you know, wingspan is obviously just uncommon. His athleticism, uncommon. He has got a drive in a motor that is on par with, with what I mentioned with Anthony Black. But I think this is what people have to understand. He has got the entire skill set. He can shoot it. He can handle it. He can finish at the rim. It's just that, you know, he needs to improve in every one of those categories, which he will. But he's got the whole skill set. Now, the, the next step for him is learning, and this is his first month of college basketball, Learn, and he'll learn quickly when to attack the rim, when to shoot. When I get to the lane, do I kick out? How do I finish? Those little things, little um, just nuances of the game that you only get by playing game minutes. I can remember Moses Moody, maybe his first three games. And Moses is a pro, so it didn't take long for Moses Moody to learn on the fly. But I remember Moses' first couple of games, first few games, if you remember this, he would he he was sort of unsure. Am I going to attack the rim? And there was a few times he attacked the basket, Chuck, where he got amongst, you know, underneath the basket, and there was three guys there waiting to block a shot, so he had to force it. He ended up falling. They didn't call a foul. So I think even a great player like Moses, uh, there was a game or two or three adjustment period of, okay, this is I'm catching shooting this. I'm jab-stepping. I'm attacking. I'm finishing here. Uh, you saw a few times with Jordan Walsh, like, you know, he penetrated did maybe one dribble too many, uh, you know, one dribble kick or one dribble go all the way to the hole. So a long answer of saying the kid's got every skill set you want. It's just um, give him, you know, at least a month and a half of college bas- major college basketball to, to get settled in. Fishing with the Razorback legend, SEC analyst Pat Bradley. You see the other teams play, too. What's what's the league like this year? Oof. I'm telling you, Alabama. <laughs> Big, yeah, that was some Big. kind of win the other day. I watched that. Chuck, it's like you watch that game, it's like it's either great play or bad play, Alabama. Like, <laughs> that's wow, right. that's a spectacular play. Then next time it's like, oh, my God, that's a terrible play. <laughs> it's like – and, you know, God bless Nate Oaks, man. He is – It's. I'm watching him on the sideline in the fourth overtime, and he is still clapping, yelling. Um, you know, he, he's a strong-willed guy. So I, I love Alabama. They got Brandon Miller, who is uh, – folks hadn't watched him. Uh, he's one of the best freshmen in the country. He's really a bright spot this year. Um, and after that uh, – Tennessee, Kentucky is going to be right there. We know Kentucky's always going to be able to compete because they defend, um, they rebound, they finish at the rim, they get to the free throw line. Uh, the question with Kentucky often is, do they have a playmaker uh, who can score when things 
get tough? And, and do they have anybody who can knock down some shots? So uh, I think the usual suspects, Chuck, uh, in terms of Auburn, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, um, Alabama, and I think probably some of the new guys, new coaches and teams, keep my eye will be Mississippi State, would be uh, Florida. And uh, I think, you know, some, I think Ole Miss, if Ole Miss is healthy this year, they, I think they're going to surprise a lot of folks. Looked like they gave Oklahoma a pretty good run the other day. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the league's going to be certainly super strong and unpredictable as well. You like this role with the SEC Network? How you doing? Uh, how are you enjoying that? Oh, it's great. You know, it's um, – I wouldn't know – I, I don't know what I would do if I had to work for a living, Chuck. You know, what I'm <laughs> me either. It's fun to it's work. I think, and you know this, and for for people listening, it's work. It's hard work. But what it is, it's enjoyable. Like you want to go and and work hard on this. Um, I think that's that's the great thing about anybody who has a job that they love is you want to work hard. Like you, you want to grind it out. You want to be, you know, when your wife's yelling at you for watching the SEC network, you're saying, I'm working, honey. What? What? I can't <laughs> shut it off. I'm working. So, uh, but I love the travel. I love uh, meeting, you know, what's a treat for me. And, and I know you love it as well is getting a chance to meet these new players every year, like these new families. Um, you know, I was talking to Anthony Black about his his brother and his mother, and just uh, I, I think that's a special thing is to meet new players and and um, and their families and watch how it changes their life. Um, the experience of being a college athlete. Which is better, traveling and being an analyst, or being in the studio and being done as soon as you go off the air? <laughs> well, the thing is, Chuck. See, doing a game, two hours. You're in, you're out. You're in your game. You're just talking about those two teams. You're focused on that. Uh, when you're in studio, you're talking about every game, and you're not leaving until every game is finished. Actually, 30 minutes, because we do a 30-minute wrap-up show. Uh, so, like, on a Saturday, I, I work Saturday studio games, and, you know, I'm there from 11 a.m. to midnight. And because we're we're doing thirty minute shows in between every game, um, so it's fun in studio because you get to talk about everybody. And but it's also fun games because you spend time specifically with each team. You talk to the coach, talk to the players, and you really dive into a lot of their information. So I'm blessed to be able to do both. Really, it um, keeps me on my toes. Now i got to ask you about Monday night before I let you go. The game within the game. The Arkansas-Troy game ended like five minutes till nine, which means you guys got to kill five minutes, which means you had to get up out of your chair and actually do a post-game interview with Muss. <laughs> and I think it was Ricky Council that I saw go over there. Lots of times, like if the game runs to 9.05, you guys just say thank you, good night, and you're out of there. But you guys had extra post-game work, it seemed like, Monday night. Bro, I, I earned my money on Monday night, Chuck. I mean, I was, I was coming up with all kinds of scenarios. It was funny because Coach Musk, we had him over. We were talking to him, and uh, we did. We had extra time, so we don't typically have even two interviews. 
we were lucky. I mean, that's the, the, so the website people, the SEC Network website people, they love that content because all of those post-game interviews go straight to the website. And, you know, it's all about content. And, and so sometimes when we do finish a game, we'll come back and, and do the uh, interview to put on the website so, so folks can click on it and hear the post-game interview. But Musk did comment um, during his interview. He says, what are you guys interviewing me for? What? You should just talk to Ricky. Why? Why? He's, he's like, I want to get out of here. Just talk to Ricky Council. You don't have to wait. I'm like, Coach Musk, we're trying – we gotta fill some airtime. We gotta fill some network content here, Coach. Come on. <laughs> he knows the game, though. Coach Must knows. He knows how. He knows how to play the game. He did a little TV work back in the day. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Pat. Yeah, he does. You always make basketball fun, and um, I sure do appreciate you being with us today. Well, Chuck, you're the man. I learned a lot from you. You're the legend. Thank you. I'm an, it's an honor to be on with you. Give me them halls with mustard, Chuck. There's never been a single time when I've not enjoyed talking to Pat Bradley, whether it's on the air like we were just a minute ago or whether it's off the air like we've been many times at various SEC venues. He really does make basketball fun, and he's one of those guys that it's hard to have an unpleasant conversation with um, because he's just uh, he's as personable as they come. And it's always uh, always fun to visit with him and a thrill to have him on the podcast today. You know, every day we're brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app, Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. And for those who like to make a little wager on their favorite sporting event, Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. You've got the NFL pushing toward the playoffs, college basketball happening every night, college football. You got championship weekend coming up, and then you're going to get into bowl season. And the NBA's in full swing, too. In other words, there's a lot of games. And if you want to follow the latest odds, the favorites, the underdogs, bet Saracens where you want to be. And here's why I say that. Vegas odds are one thing. I mean, we all know Vegas odds. But if you're going to legally bet Vegas odds, you've got to be in Vegas. And there are laws in Arkansas that prevent all these big national betting apps from operating in our state. So, for the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you really got to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's very simple. You go to the App Store, you download Bet Saracen, or go to BetSaracen.com. They've got a great how-to-play video. You watch that, you'll be good to go. Lots of games to follow as we move through the week. Obviously, the Razorbacks on Saturday. You got a lot of football coming up. You got championship games on Friday, and then more on Saturday. College basketball Saturday, and then the NFL on Sunday. So we've got a lot to keep up with. Portal news, you've seen some of it. There's probably going to be a lot more. We'll try to recap it all on Friday when we get to the end of the week and give you a pretty good idea about maybe who's announced early. The portal won't open officially until Monday, but already you've heard a lot of movement. Malik Hornsby probably the most prominent one from a Razorback perspective. There are lots of guys out there. I see we're Arkansas already is uh, planning to host some official visitors. Uh, those are players who are in the portal, who have, or who will be in the portal, rather, who have played at other places. So um, there's a lot of movement going on right now, and we'll try to wrap all of it up on Friday when we get you ready for the weekend. Again, as you make your plans, basketball on Saturday, Arkansas against San Jose, uh, San Jose State at 3 
o'clock. We'll have a preview on that, get you set for the football weekend Friday. Hope you'll make plans to join us then for the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Until Friday, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hugs, Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.